0: Co-op, in affiliation
1: with the network at BICBB-radio.com. What's
2: up, dude? This is Tank Lattery speaking into a microphone here out of the Emerge Meter Critters Co-op, Welcome back to Tank Talk. Um, We are now, let me check the watch. Uh, Yeah, we're 38 days away from the NFL season. Um, Well, real football. Uh, There is the Hall of Fame game this Thursday. So we'll get a little tease before the season. 38 days away. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't an ordinary episode today. Um as advertised if you file have been following along on the socials <clears throat> at Tank Talk underscore pod. We have a uh special return this evening. Highly anticipated return at that. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. He is here.
0: You see it? What up, boys?
2: No way. It's
3: great playing, huh? First time doing
2: that. First take, huh? That definitely wasn't planned at all. Dude. Welcome back to the program, on, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Nola's dad. Back in the building.
3: Formerly known as Buffalo Dell. Nola's dad
2: is here. We're back. See, with the way the market's working, um, we couldn't get the contract straightened out. Uh, you know, he was he was holding out for a while, but we finally, uh, after months of ne- uh, negotiation, He's back in the building, Yeah, folks. it was a
3: little bit of a battle, but I'm glad to be back here with the boys. It's all water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. I like that. I like that. Like Stefan Diggs said, <laughs> water under the bridge. And, of course, on the ones and twos, we
2: have the one and only. the oh, OG Maranto. Oh, yeah. oh, there's no camera
0: on him. Oh, I forgot the spinner. Ah, oh, shit. Welcome back. <laughs> Here, Congratulations, <laughs> at SPX, so there it is, So We're, we're right. all we're all excited with the no. return hey, of Noah's hey, dad. Here hey, hey, he is. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. All right, all
2: right, yeah. oh. Oh.
3: Looks like he's about to have a Uvu conversation. Um, oh, not a,
0: I, I pray I'm you're sad. not on Uvu still. Huh? I hope you don't have no. no, I'm not. I'm not even on Twitter anymore. I'm on X. Oh shit, has that
2: changed? He's X and all his X's. Everything's
3: X. His, let me actually turn this off so I don't. Hey, that'd be <laughs> you get a phone call.
2: That'd be ideal. Um, Keely
3: Cardinelli, Red Hard is calling.
2: <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the NFL world is absolutely buzzing. Um, so, what we have on tap tonight, what is Jonathan Taylor doing? What, what the hell's going on there? Um, obviously, the surprise return to Nola's dad. Shout out. He's here. We have the this week's edition of the Pundit's Playbook. We're going over the AFC North. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Joe Burrow injury that took over a couple days ago. Dylan is Dylan's thinking they're they're hiding something.
3: They're hiding something out there in Cincinnati. Yeah, it was
2: listed as high ankle sprain, but we'll get to that later and much, much more. Um so Dylan, I mean, let's catch up a little bit. What yeah, you been sir. up to, man? I mean, haven't been on the program in a while. What's going on? How's everything going in uh Hey, life's Nola's pretty cool dad's man. world
3: here. Nah, life's pretty cool, man. We had the contract uh, negotiations that we were going through. Uh, you know, out in life everything's everything's gravy, man. It's it's a good time right now. Learning to be a dad, trying to do the best I can for her, you know, be a good husband. We just got a house too. So wow. hey, thanks. It's a life's moving uh Really fast right now, so I'm glad to be back with the boys and able to slow down a little bit and enjoy, uh, you know, my favorite time of the year, football season, baby. You're That's what I, I love. We're finally here uh, this
2: Thursday, the, the Thank Hall of Fame game. Thank God, dude. Thank God. You get to see your boy Zach Wilson start. He's a
3: bum, but, hey, he's going to go out there and he's going to try his absolute best. Psych, he sucks. He ain't going to do nothing. Hey, listen. Oh. He told <laughs> he told the media back when, uh, you know, he lost a starting spot and then they, they – they, they, the the circulation was that, you know, they were going to bring some high-level talent. And he said, fuck that shit, dude. Anybody that comes in here, they got to go through me first. This dude must have thought they were bringing in Joe Schmo, fucking Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco, something. What, what, what? Exactly, bro. And they brought in one one of the goats, A Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. And then he shit his pants and retracted his statement. So, hey, we'll see. Said he's going to give him hell, but it looks like... Uh... Hell
2: froze over, so to speak. Yo, for real. <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're coming off your birthday weekend, man. Sure. Yes, Yo, uh, you got a lot going on, my brother.
3: That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I told
2: you, life don't slow down. It only goes faster. It's crazy. Uh, it sure doesn't. I mean, uh, over the weekend, I was watching some like, episodes <laughs> when we first kicked off last year. Holy yeah, shit. It's
3: nuts, dude. And the last time I think I was on was uh, Nola was, what, two weeks old?
2: So yeah, three she was months on. Now, so it's. See, so you, you had her on camera.
3: Yeah, yeah, she may. Hey, listen, I'll get her in here one day again, and she, you'll see how big this damn baby is now. Hey, what, is she, what did she say when you had her on? What was the... She said, fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> she said, fuck Patrick Mahomes. Go Bills. <laughs> she did say that. That's what she said. She probably still yeah. says that to this day. She's trying to be corrupted, though, by her grandma and her grandpa. Her oh, no. 49ers fans and Dolphins fans saying, oh, she's going to be wearing Dolphins gear during the season. I said, you must not know who the fuck you're talking to. <laughs> Do you, not you told see? you you told Granny this. Yeah, I did, dude. Listen, now I'm listen. I hope they never hear this, but hey, I'm in the clear now. I gave him the first grandbaby, brother. <laughs> it's all from there. I'm good. <laughs> I can do anything I want. It
2: don't matter. Uh, all no, right, I'm well. just kidding. Shout out, Bevin, Ed. Shout out. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, like I said to kick off the show, the NFL is absolutely buzzing. So let's get right to it. Um, let me ask you a question. What the hell is Jonathan Taylor doing, Dylan, or Noah's dad rather?
3: You can call me whatever you want. Though. You want to call me Noah's dad, Dylan, Buffalo, Dylan, whatever flows, whatever, whatever comes to your mind. Just, just don't,
2: just don't call me a bitch. That's just Don't call said. me broke. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: dude. I have no idea what Jonathan Taylor's uh, doing right now because he's going to be the one they're going to be calling broke soon enough. Oh, this dude. What this was? He, he, he's entering his fourth year, right? Because it's his contract year off his rookie year. Yes, sir. And. This man is acting a fool. Better yet, he's letting his agent act a fool for him and ruining ties with the Colts and many other teams within the league. Right. So, here,
2: let me break down the little uh, timeline we have for uh, this Jonathan Taylor let saga. Let me hear it. So, this, let's go all the way back to April.
3: Can um, I just say one thing before we do go that? Ahead, go ahead, go God ahead. damn, Tank. I know I bash the Colts all year, every year. I just feel bad for you at this point. Like, it's it was looking up, dude. You bring in AR-15. Hey, he listen. looks like an absolute fucking savage. He's going to be right. great. Team's going to be good this year. Not going to hopefully have as many injuries. And then here we go. Here we go. Not even three days into the training camp. And, uh, you know, one of the top five uh, running backs in the league is requesting a trade from your team. Yeah, it's, it's
2: unbelievable to say the least. Um, so, back in April... He says uh, things will happen naturally. Um, I'm the one that put the pen to the paper. They drafted me. I have the obligation to go play for them and do my thing, and all the contract negotiations will happen naturally. Uh, In May, a couple weeks later, Jonathan Taylor hires a new agent, Malachi or whatever the fuck his name is, is Rick Rick Ross, wannabe-looking guy. He hires him uh in june jonathan taylor says uh he wants to retire a Colt.
3: okay that's so at that, at
2: that point as a Colts fan you're like oh shit all right hey, that's, that's good. cool that's, that's great good news because he they call him in the locker they call him the mayor Best he's the guy. guy they look to man he's, yeah. he's the leader of that team so everything was all right he's here to stay um fast forward to now in july jonathan taylor reports to camp all right it looks good came you know to camp. came to camp not, you know. not
3: many do yeah
2: um, but then this is where, uh, things start to take a little shift, huh? Everything happens with, uh, Barkley and the Jacobs situation. All the running backs have their zoom meetings. Right, right, right. This and that. Um, turns out JT a trade.
3: Hmm. Tragic. Which
2: the media kind of screwed this up in a timeline. Um, we'll get to that in a second. So, but we're here. JT requested a trade. Then. JT goes on the PUP list from there Ursay tweets about the running back situation Malachi tweets about Ursay's tweet Ury that Ursay then says Colts have not offered JT a contract oh, oh. then Ursay also says Colts are not trading JT sit him down uh now uh this came out yesterday reports came out that JT failed the physical beginning of uh, train right before training camp, um, that say that he has a back injury that was off the field, and he may be heading to the uh, non-football injury list. Damn. And so what does that mean? <clears throat> that means if he's on the NFI, uh, yeah, he's not playing this year, and he's not getting paid, and all this contract stuff <laughs> will go to the next season. Um, then lastly here on this Jonathan Taylor saga timeline, uh, he responds to the back injury report and saying, uh, yeah, I think you need a new source because I'm okay. Hmm. What the fuck is going on here? I've never seen nothing like this before.
3: No, no, you know. Is it, is yeah, this
2: is this the quickest like heel turn you ever seen in your life?
3: <laughs> it is all it's the yeah, it is the biggest NFL heel turn I've ever seen.
2: Hoodie that's, hoodie JT.
3: Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. I just don't even know where to to begin on unpacking this. I mean, what is your perspective? You're the fucking Colt fan. Like, Jim. this is, that's your guy, bro. You were you love JT.
2: So originally, like, I'm like, okay, <clears throat> top top three running back for sure, right?
3: When yeah. help when fully yeah. healthy, oh, no yeah. doubt. Oh, yeah. No doubt.
2: Easily top five. This is the opportunity where maybe you can reset the running back market, right? Right. They have the opportunity. Jim Merce, we all know.
3: Not we afraid. all know he doesn't have a problem
2: paying nobody
3: i'm no, not afraid to spend the
2: dough no even like especially for those that provide some of the colts yeah he's gonna pay you right that. even if you don't if we want to win now he's gonna try to buy into that right if you treat the organization right this and that which jt he, did. he has he did, and he proved it on the field too he's when he's mayor. healthy so yeah exactly so i'm like okay it's a perfect opportunity here but now this is where it starts to get tricky so, if all of this would have happened two seasons ago when it came off the 1,800-yard rushing season, okay. You got an argument, my friend. But that's not the case. Last season, gets hurt, misses most of the season, had, I think, like four touchdowns last year. Right. Only one was, like, memorable. Yeah. That long one against the Raiders. Um. Other than that, injured, didn't look great on the field. Everything about that team was all fucked up, right? <laughs> to say the least or and and to be nice about it right. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so like he has no leverage here bro he's coming off a season-ending ankle injury now he's got a a back injury yeah, which reports of a back injury yes and the source it came from uh campbell he's been on the uh, he's been on the colts beat for 20 plus years so he he has his sources are there
3: he definitely not making. i mean hey listen the, go ahead, go
2: ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, to finish, I guess, just wrap up what I was saying. Like, Irsay's – he's in the right, man. Like, people are overreacting – or they're reacting to what he said yesterday or two days ago. Listen, he said, if I die tonight and JT's out of the league tomorrow, the league moves on. No one's going to miss us. We move forward. He said it's a privilege to play in his league, this and that. So, and, you know, like I said it the last two episodes, if the motherfucker could play, pay him. Pay the man. Pay especially the man. especially when he's your number one player on offense. Yeah. Not even offense, the whole team. Right. But, as shitty as it sounds, the market is the market, man. Yes. The market's the fucking market.
3: Hey, blame Zeke. That fucking bastard.
2: Elaborate a little bit on that. What do you? Why are you blaming Zeke? Which I'm, I'm in agreeing with you. But for those that don't, maybe not, uh, maybe forgot at home.
3: <laughs> hey, Zeke got that big contract from the Dallas Cowboys, and he's been outperformed every season by uh, the backup Tony Pollard. So, kind of the writing is on the wall right there. How many times? What did he have? One touchdown? Say no, he didn't even score. Some t- statistic that he either scored one touchdown or zero touchdowns since 2019 as the starting running back for the uh, the Dallas Cowboys as a starter
2: for sure because I know let when when they started Pollard I know he was in there yeah a couple of times they used him as like the the goal line back Pollard yeah Pollard was getting yeah, all the touchdowns yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Zeke had none I mean it's it's just it's crazy because I feel bad for the running backs I really do feel bad for the running backs as far as like them not being able to get these big time contracts. But the shelf life of running back is never there. You know what I mean? But then, but then that you could say you got guys like Derrick Henry who've been doing it. But that's an anomaly. You know what I mean?
2: Right. And then I, I guess too, another anomaly is like the CMC and Kamara contracts too.
3: But the problem is CMC is you never know if he's gonna be healthy the full year. Yeah. He plays so fucking hard that this dude literally just can bury himself in the ground. That plus you,
2: especially with the market is right now, you're not gonna see those contracts.
3: Yo, the, the fucking – I'll tell you this. The Giants are out here just spending anything they can just to try to be good, man. They literally gave Saquon a – did they give – it was a franchise tag, right? A 10.1 franchise tag or was yeah, it a contract? It
2: was, yeah, no, it was, it was the it was the franchise tag for one year and then um, I think it was like $2 million up front or some shit like that.
3: So they're really risking it for the biscuit on that one because that man's injury-prone. But this is – my take on the Jonathan Taylor thing is there's a couple ways you can go with this, man. Is Okay. Maybe JT's telling the truth, right? His back doesn't really hurt. Maybe you know the Colts are in on it with the beat reporters. Say, hey, let's put this out there and uh, let's say that Jonathan Taylor has an injury.
2: Yeah, and okay. it, and and it, and it sucks because I mean you got to think you got to think that way to play devil's advocate. Right? It, that's
3: the problem with sports and and ownership and stuff like that. They can spin the narrative however they want. They're that's the cool. ones with the money. So, you know, say that's the narrative that Jonathan Taylor actually isn't injured and they're just spending that so they can sit him for the entire year, ice him, right? Mm-hmm. And then they can get away with not paying him for a year. Okay, that's one scenario, right? That he's just, they just wasted a year of his career, which could be a possibility. But then on the other coin, you got Jonathan Taylor that this is where you go where he actually has an injury, right? He's actually got the back injury and this man's asking for the big ass contract with some guaranteed money. Yo, it's like 16 million to 20 million they're
2: asking for a year? For. Yes sir. That's what I'm
3: saying, bro, and then you come to camp and you can't even pass. If you don't even know if you're legit, playing this yeah, year, bro. <laughs> legit legitimately you come to, to camp with a back injury and you're asking for 16 to 20 million. But what what are you thinking? Like we can't go like I can't go to work. Or I can't say I want to raise and then not go to work and fucking sit out because I want to raise. You know, these yeah. these players, I think, just get so disconnected with reality that it becomes like a TV drama for them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go to camp. Like, bro, like, everybody else has to show up to work. Why don't you? Like, go do the work and, and get earn the contract. Yes.
2: Well, the thing is, he, like, he's not, he's at camp, right? Yeah. And a part of that is because with the new CBA or whatever, if you don't show up to camp, you're getting fined. So you can't really hold out. He's holding in, in a way. but So, I mean, you were kind of mentioning, like, playing, speaking on both sides of, like, the different scenarios. But from the outside looking in, especially from the quote I just read from April, this I don't think this is him, bro. Hey. And I think this is the agent. Like, he he's telling him, yeah, I'm going to guarantee you, we're going to get you 16 to 20 mil. And this is how we're gonna. This this is what we're gonna do to get there.
3: You ever hear of the TJ Watt story, where TJ kick, kicked Watt, down the door? He kicked down the fucking door, walked in the office, and said, "What are we doing here? I'm signing the fucking contract. I don't care about the money. Let's go play football." Yep. That's a situation where Jonathan Taylor, the mayor, could walk in. If this is really, if this agent is really the one that's causing all this drama, he could walk in that office and say. What the fuck am I doing here? Let's go get let's get this money. Let's play this game and let's fucking win some football games. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially and if his quote was, "I want to retire the right. Colt.
2: Exactly, and like to your point earlier too, like if let's say the Colts are in on this and they're trying to flip the flip the script on Taylor or whatever, yeah. just from being just from the conversations with the agent and everything. I just don't see that being the case because why would you want to set that distraction up for? a rookie quarterback coming in, a whole new coaching staff coming in, set that as a distraction from sort of reestablishing or building a new culture. You know what
3: I mean? Well, I will argue with that that's the exact reason you would. Mm. So you have Jonathan Taylor, right, who, like we just said, top five, top three when
2: healthy. Oh, absolutely.
3: You have Anthony Richardson, who nobody has an idea what he's going to be. Right, mm-hmm. he could either be really good this year, like he could be one of the rookies that come in and just light it up, because he's going to be a day one starter. Yeah. I think everybody is kind of uh, waiting on that to be announced. Hopefully, he you know, th- <laughs> Why not? Why not? Fucking just throw him out there. You Let's see to. what he's yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. So okay, different combo though. You got yeah. You got a you got a day one starter. He could be really good, or he could need like the Josh Allen, where he needs two to three years to really show who he's going to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this is where Jonathan Taylor comes in. Jonathan Taylor wants this money. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's injured. We don't have to pay him right now. We can mm-hmm. push that till next year so we can see who we are this year. And if Anthony Richardson is really good this year, okay, Jonathan Taylor, we're going to pay you because we know our offense is going to be fucking phenomenal with you on it next year. This year for the Colts, Jim Irsay, I. they're not going to say it, obviously, because they got to sell tickets, yeah. but they know this year is – we got to figure out if this guy was is the guy.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see it from that perspective. There, there's so many ways.
3: Like- that's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, that's the the manipulative, fucking maniacal way that they could go about it. Like, ah, yeah. let's just put Jonathan Taylor on ice for a year. We don't have to pay him. We don't have to deal with the contract bullshit. We'll let AR-15 figure out who he is. And then if he's a guy, yeah. hey, JT, that back injury, you're better. But it's like, he obviously, he's eligible for the
2: contract extension. But, like... Just play out this year. If you're back, cool. Like I said earlier, Jim Mercy ain't afraid to pay nobody. If you're back to what you were, like, two years ago, you you might get your 16 mil. God damn. You, you might yeah. reset the market. And that's what he's fighting for, right? So, it's like, I, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. Like, even with Saquon, he, he voiced his opinions. Yeah. He had the right people in his corners like, yo, listen.
3: Sign this This is shit, just man. what you have yo, to do right now. Sign this shit.
2: Like, you're still getting, like, what was it, eleven million? You're still getting eleven million. Yeah, that's like in the middle of the pack, so it's not bad. 11. So, like, Derrick Henry's making twelve million. If we for right now, would you rather take Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley?
3: That's actually a tough question. It <laughs> because is Derrick Henry hasn't slowed down once. Right. But I mean, to be honest with you, if you asked me that question, I I would I would honestly take Derrick Henry. Yeah. So exactly. So if he's making one million dollars less. Yeah. But also at the same point like Taylor could probably get more than what Saquon got maybe too but and that's my my question to you is so this uh the CBA if he doesn't play this year does that mean his fourth year start is next year like he's if this year completely washed i so, put him on the ice for the whole yeah. year
2: so it depends if he's on the um not football injury list yeah it just carries over like Next year will be his contract year. Like, Next no, year like nothing. Be his? Yeah, if he's on the NF or yeah the NFI, non football injury list. But Shit. if he sits out on his own and doesn't play, I think he. I've seen the tweet earlier. He's got to pay, like in fines, like I think over 200k a week. Jesus Christ. So, at that point, yo, at that point, I forget, I think the tweet mentioned this too. If you do the math at like, let's say he misses the whole season, mm-hmm. the value on that is more than what he's made since playing in the league that's insane bro like just just play this year yeah if you know that you're that guy and you deserve and you think you deserve the top value market deal then you're gonna go play prove it on the field and you're gonna get it because look around the league bro in jonathan taylor's case what scenario is better for him than indianapolis right now
3: exactly exactly A good offensive line, a future, hopefully a uh, future franchise quarterback. They really don't got high expectations this year. He'll get abundance of workload because I'm sure they're not going to overwork Richardson. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be the go-to guy, and then he can say, hey, pay me. But, I mean, It's crazy, bro. I've never seen nothing like this. Yeah, you could play. I mean, he's just got to look at the Le'Veon Bell situation and think to himself, like, do I want to turn out with, well, like, Le'Veon Bell? Well, Le'Veon Bell just came out and said, I fucking regret doing that shit. Yeah, I mean, I dude, same thing. Josh Jacobs didn't report to camp. He's going to say, nobody's talking about that, but he's not yeah. reporting until he gets some paychecks. Same thing. He deserves top so, dollar.
2: Yeah, so I guess in his case, it's, it's slightly different because he did have a healthy year and was, like, the number one back last year. So, okay, Raiders, yeah, they should pay him. Yeah. But – I guess the Colts are a little like shaken up right now because like they're like 50 50 of playing both sides of the fence. Like we want it, like we want to pay him, bro. But he's coming off a hurt year and he hasn't had, he hasn't been top of the league in two years.
3: You can't, you can't, you can't. There's no justification (laughs) to pay him. And it's sad to say because I'm always for the players getting the money. Oh, sure, me too. But if the motherfucker could play, pay pay him. him. Pay him, ja- yeah. Josh Jacobs should get a nice uh 15 million a year deal. That man was the entire offense, yeah. And they don't who's our quarterback? Oh, they just got, they got uh Garofalo, Jimmy, G. Jimmy G, yeah. But he can't, he might not even be playing. No, nah, he's good now. Oh, he's good. So it turned out. Uh, so I
2: listened to the GM Shuffle Pod and Michael Lombardi. He, this, you know, Michael, he knows everything, yeah. He's still in touch with everything. He said. He said everything was good from the jump. The media just made fucking. They wanted a story up of off season. So damn,
3: I was coming in <laughs> at Jimmy, man. That's what Jimmy I'm
2: saying, man. Lived,
3: They're je- You know what? They're jealous. That's what I'm saying. Because every stripper and things, yo, they said he gets free <laughs> sex anytime he wants at any of the strip clubs. I was like, damn, go Jimmy, huh? <laughs> Jimmy G, man. He might yeah. have an off the field injury, and it might not be an injury. It might be a disease.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Oh, probably. I hope it's not the case. fucking Sorry, Jimmy. That thing going on. Hey, hey, hey. Um. But nonetheless, bro, like JT got to get a new agent, sure. For real. I, and like they've been putting videos of him out just at training camp, he's walking a little funny too. So I do think that back he's is in, fucked up.
3: See, that's a, that's some bullshit. If you're, I mean, I get it. You want to s- secure financial stability, but you know, you you can't just go in there and say you wanted the highest paid contract and have a back injury. Like. And
2: the track record does show like I said earlier Ursay he's a definitely a player's owner. Yeah. He like I know you can say what you want about the Andrew Luck shit, right? Like they never put offensive line in front of him, whatever. But he other than that, he takes care of his guys. If you provide something to the team and actually put the effort in and even if you're like a big community guy, yeah. And you you make the Colts look good, and you make Ursay look good, he's going to pay you the rest of your life, bro. He he paid Andrew Luck to retire, $26 million. Yo, didn't he's, still, ask for it back. He, he's still paying Edger and James money. He bought him a brand new car for going into the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Reggie Wayne's going to have a job the rest of his life. I'm sure if Peyton Manning wanted something to do with the Colts, he'd probably give him some type of percentage. Fucking <laughs> Jeff Saturday was a head coach last season, bro. Yeah, probably Come got on. a nice ass contract. So I don't know what this is going to look like. But I know this: money tends to fix a lot of things. <laughs>
3: yes, it does.
2: So, hey, if he we'll if, see. if he's healthy, and he goes out there and performs well and shows some production. Yeah, he gonna get paid. Ah,
3: uh-huh. hey, we'll see how that one goes, fella.
2: I'm curious. I'm tuned. The in. timing is just insane, bro. Like, I'm tuned. In the the, for that
3: the, one. the
2: conversation should be about Anthony Richardson and shit right now going yeah. to training camp. And not even just him, like all the other rookies, all the other guys coming back from injury, Shaq Leonard and everything. So, it's wild, bro. It is wild. But um, speaking of uh, injury, though, there was one that happened uh, a couple days ago um, at training camp in Cincinnati. Um, Joey Burrow went down. Uh, here's the video you zoom on on that for me? Yeah, I got you. So, rolling right, just a routine, boom, fucking Mm. shook up. Mm. So, Dylan, they're saying this is a low calf strain or high calf strain. Uh, There was – people were afraid that they were saying this could be Achilles, but it turned out uh, they're reporting it's a high calf strain. So, what's your thoughts on this? I know you mentioned – you were mentioning the other day you were looking back at the video and you picked up on some things if you want to break this down for us right here.
3: Yeah, so if you replay it, I just see instantly just the way this injury occurred. Like what? Just as soon as he rolls out and he puts the, as much pressure into his stride as he can, you see him instantly grab for that Achilles area, lower calf. Even if it is, they said high calf strain, he's grabbing low. Watch how low he grabs when he goes. Boom. And he's going... Down for yep, right by the ankle, right by the ankle. He grabs that, and this is the same thing that ca- happened to Kevin Durant. They diagnosed it as a high ankle sprain or a, a high calf strain, mm-hmm. and then ended up being a torn Achilles. Okay, so
2: they had Ian Rappaport on TV today. He said he spoke with other uh, like head trainers and shit, and he mm-hmm. was saying, um, the one thing they picked up from this. For like as an indicator on what the injury was, they said like uh, you you could share your thoughts on this too. I'm just uh, playing the messenger here as to what he said. They said if the foot is arched up, that's a that's a sign of a good sign that it's not the Achilles, and they're saying this is what happened with Burrow here.
3: Okay, so with this toes point toes pointed up.
2: Yeah, but another point to make too is that. I don't know if you can kind of see in his foot, it is taped up a little bit. So maybe is it, is the tape like stiffening up his foot to where it does like pulling up?
3: I don't know. I think they're hiding something. I really think that's a little bit worse than. Uh,
2: what they're making he went down, team.
3: yeah, dude. He went down. I don't know, man. Uh, you as as from all the the Achilles. Injuries that you see throughout the years, you've seen Kobe, you've seen KDs. These guys go down ASAP. I saw one the other day. It could be a partially torn Achilles. The guy from the UFC, Jamal Hill, partially tore his Achilles. He went back to training and everything. Boom, tore his Achilles. Hmm. So, my, my
0: question is, why is he wearing the sleeve?
3: Yeah. Before that's the good, injury, he's wearing too. the sleeve. Yeah, That's yeah. a good point, is a, yeah, so Why, is his ankle why so on up? earth
0: are you sending your franchise quarterback out wearing a sleeve on the first day of practice.
3: Well, cause why, the,
0: I, why, why are you rushing it? Like, what do you have to prove that day? So, I, don't know. I mean, he's our, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I coach track and I've seen kids come out of the blocks and do that exact same thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, and so maybe it's not a big deal, but it, could be. It could be. It's, it could be, <laughs> it could it's be. gonna. It could be a lagging. Even if it's not a tear, it's. Oh. It could be something that's going to be hanging around for a while. And this is another
3: part that you could say is also. I could say why they put them out there because the Cincinnati Bengals don't give a fuck about their players. <laughs> oh, sorry about it. Oh, oh. Hey man, they had them practicing outside in the winter for how many years until they finally yeah, they built just, a the just, goddamn just indoor facility? It, yeah. That's it's crazy. You're a billionaire, dude. Build them a goddamn indoor facility. Saving up that money for the Joe yeah, Burrow That's contract. what I'm saying, bro. Take them to the golf dome or something. and fucking have them <laughs> practice inside
2: there. And also, they had to share that same facility with the with the uh, Cincinnati The Wild college, bro. Wildcat. That's what I'm saying. It's not even theirs. <laughs> they got to share it with the college kids. That's why I saw his so good. He was out there practicing with
3: Joey B. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, um, I mean, I could be wrong. I really think they are hiding something, and they're trying to figure it out and try to because, hey, listen, Joey B goes down with a torn Achilles. That's that's a year done, and that's that season's
0: washed for the Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Because
3: who's yeah. going to step in and be fucking Joey Burrow? Trevor Simeon.
0: Didn't, what did he tear us from? He had two injuries his first year, right? Wasn't it an ACL and AM?
2: Uh, something like that. He, he, thought, like,
3: yeah, he was out for the first year. Last year at training camp, he got appendicitis. Had to get his appendix removed. <laughs> this dude right just that. can't stay healthy. Yeah.
2: But here's the thing, though. Second half of the year, they get it together. Oh,
0: my God. So, yeah. No, true.
2: I don't know. Like, I mean, that's props to the coaching staff, but you could assume that they're probably going to have a slow start again. We don't know how long. They said several weeks, but you can't really define that.
3: I would be surprised. <laughs> has, has there been any video of him at practice recently? Not that I've seen. I, I haven't really dove into it like that, but. I'm curious because I want to know if he's there and if he's booted up and and what is, I I just I really think that they're kind of hiding something under the, putting it under the rug and putting out a false narrative on dude you can't trust these teams man same thing with the JT situation you never know they could be just fucking saying oh no just cash train just cash train it's, you know he'll be back in a few weeks this dude literally could have tore his fucking uh, Achilles maybe and, and could be done and they're just trying to figure out a a backup plan so. I don't know. I hope. Hey, listen. I'm not even gonna say it. Well, say what, what were you gonna say? Fucking, uh, I'm toxic. I, I Joey Burrow, please sit for the year, pal. See, this is what we've been missing. Yo, same sorry, m- Joey see, Burrow. See, hey, it. listen. So, me and brother Brent, we're normally on the
2: same page. You know, brother Brent. he's like laid back, quiet, like whatever. This is what we've been fucking. We need we we need some controversy on
3: this. <laughs> listen, thing. I fucking. That's fucked up, dude. But hey, gotta go with for the bill. Listen, he fucking embarrassed us out last year. Fucking made them think that we're just a big old joke now these days. Like the Bills only fucking lost three games last year by what combined ten points, and then they just made them seem like they fucking stink. Like fuck Joey Burrow, honestly. <laughs> Seriously,
0: that's
3: the, that's
2: the that's the taste he left in your mouth last.
3: Year. Yeah, dude, fuck that guy, man. Fuck him, T Higgins, fucking Jamar Chase. They were all fucking burning everybody, dude. Tyler fucking Boyd's out here scoring. And fucking Eli Apple's bitch ass was talking mad shit about Damar Hamlin. Oh, well, speaking of Eli Apple, though, quick
2: uh, breaking news as well uh, over the weekend. He um
3: he got burnt by Tyreek Hill at camp.
2: No, they're practicing today, so I'm sure uh, we're going to be seeing some content. I hope so, bro. But I hope so. Eli Apple has signed with the Miami Dolphins to replace the injured Jalen Ramsey, who they're saying might be out until, like, early December. That's wild. So as soon as that news came out, Tyreek Hill said, "Oh yeah, practice Monday should be a lot of fun." I'm actually gonna. I hope there's some video. I hope
3: he fucking burns the shit out of Yeah, him.
2: I'm going on Miami Miami Dolphins Twitter as soon as we get off of here.
3: Yo, Miami Dolphins Twitter's gonna roast the uh, apple. <laughs> hey, roast him just, just as soon as he gets burned by Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Yo, that, or Jalen Waddle. I ain't even like it's just Tyreek. Yo, <laughs> Jalen Waddle's just Yeah, fast. it's
2: like it's like your first day of, of middle school. Yeah, you know, you're coming from elementary school. You're all you're all nervous and shit. And you get bullied your first day? He ain't coming back. Just like you fucking
3: did to me, you asshole. Yeah, sorry about it. I ain't do you like that. So, this this Ill. guy right here,
2: quick story. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh oh. First day of middle school, Gasco, right? Fucking coming up from High Park Elementary. Didn't know what to expect. I'm just minding my own business. Got my book bag, got my binder, walking to my locker. And I'm walking up the stairs, and I just trip. Don't know fucking how. And there was a lot of people on the, on that staircase. So no, no nobody missed
3: those, it. Them staircases used to be jam packed.
2: Whole Gasco Middle School seen it. So I get up, I look down and my shoes are fucking tied. Hey, I... like who the fuck is that Gasco? They got fucking Houdini's walking around here. <laughs> so I untie my shoe. I'm walking up the hall. I look behind me. I hear these two dudes laughing. I see this fucking seven foot. Fucking eighth grader with the Vernon Davis jersey. Fuck on. yeah, dude. With another guy. He didn't have the mustache at the time, but you could tell he was coming in. At he some probably point.
3: had his pink fighting on. Fucking. Oh, yeah. The
2: fight. That's what. that. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's how he was able to fucking tie my
3: shoe, walking him. Yeah. Them fightings were different, yeah, man. They were. His balance is on point, <laughs> dude. Fucking just unleashed his mental IQ, too, dude. He, he fucking used 100% of his brain there. <laughs> that dude probably had I can guarantee you he I know what he had moment. on This dude had on Some khaki shorts The fucking Rebels t-shirt <laughs> A pink fighting and fucking some old navy shoes or fucking new balance. Where
0: did you, where did your shoes get tied? Like that's what I'm saying. T- I don't you know. You don't all. know where it happened. We were
3: waiting. We were waiting no on clue. the stairs. All right. So, oh yeah. Uh, I need to hear. Down. I
0: haven't heard your perspective of this.
3: Listen. So, you, Morant, did you ever work at Gasco? Uh,
0: thank God, no. Yeah, <laughs> because I subbed there a couple times. Yeah, and some wild days. Middle school, junior high, prep school. I don't know what they call it. And when they started calling whatever. But I think that is the worst age group of any human beings on the planet seventh and eighth grade. I think in the Civil War, when the kids were going to school, the kids were jerks in middle school, like throughout history. It's just a terrible age. And I, I think I would have not made it through 30 years of teaching if I had a I hate, yesterday.
2: I hate to say but I was a bully, too, for sure. <laughs> well, everybody everybody was. Who didn't get bullied? Yeah, yeah, we we used, remember the Kofi's back in the neck? <laughs> Yo. Yeah, we used to walk around, put lotion on our hands, just went up to, <laughs>
3: random <place. laughs> Boom! Listen. Anybody could get it. Coming up in, in Gaskill Middle School and Niagara Falls High School, you had to be built different. You couldn't go there and <laughs> yeah, just that- be fragile. You couldn't. Yeah. You had to be on high alert, and your comebacks had oh, to be to day, fucking like, fast. this day, like
0: my son came home, my older son and Christian's, like, why didn't you, why didn't you fucking warn me? What the hell is this place <laughs> you sent me to? I uh, went to Maple. We were uh, nice.
3: Oh, and you, you got, got they were lucky oh, out no. there, huh? You know, I remember all the Maple kids came out, thought they were oh, so man. bougie coming with us hood yeah. rats at fucking Haskell <laughs> Middle School. Oh, I
0: told him, I said, listen, you're going to middle school. You got to like keep a low profile. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he was like, so he, but, so he did. But a lot of like his friends that thought they were you know hotter uh, than shit. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. had a rude awakening when they met the Niger Street Abbott kids. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh for sure because well
3: the you know the, the kids from the <laughs> DeVoe area thought they were the Richie Rich ones. Came in with us scumbags wearing Vernon Davis him. jerseys from fucking TJ Maxx. <laughs> got smacked around. Quick. Well, yeah, I thought this guy. Would, no, listen, you are hiding a story that you have never told anybody. Oh no,
2: you got to finish because you were giving your perspective. I'm not going to. And tell that, you that, that you was on time. me. I cut you off.
3: I need to to hear how this happened So the reason I asked Maranto Is because I'm sure you remember Is those morning time rushes When you You know Because they couldn't let you In the school And you couldn't go To all your classes Until a certain time So the stairs Were literally jam packed And you would be waiting On the stairs For like fucking 15 minutes Disney Disney World You're just in line You're stuck Waiting for these doofuses To fucking go to their classrooms (laughs) So you got this guy right here Who looks like he's about Fucking 45 in front of us (laughs) Did you have a beard And some I had had the chin strap You did All you had to do Was strap a suit on this dude And you would have thought he was a substitute teacher for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we see this kid ahead of us, and me and Doll, we we're assholes. We just—you're you, in middle school, you didn't care. We're eighth graders. Yeah, you—you were a year in. You're Yeah, you're we already—we <laughs> had dealt with our bullies, so we had to—we had to give it to you. So yeah. this kid—it was a luck of a draw, man. And look at how it turned out many years later. Okay. So okay, anyways, <laughs> he's standing on the stairs, one foots in front of the other, and then we just fucking—he says, Doll says, "Hey, we should tie his shoes together." Of course. I'm you like, oh, no way. Let's do it. <laughs> and, and so we fucking boop 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 boop, boop tangle shit up, and then he goes to take a step I'm and done. down.
0: Oh my god. That, that, that had awesome. it, I got to I got to ask you like that's that terrazzo's marble whatever the hell that oh, is. Man. is pretty hard.
3: I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look How'd looking back feel? on it now, I feel like a dick, but hey, listen. <laughs> At like, the time, I've always had like so,
2: somewhat good reflexes, so like as soon as I felt myself I was I, I caught myself, <laughs> thankfully, because if I would have smacked my head on that, I would have been done.
3: Yeah.
2: I would have been done. Hey,
3: he you know what? He didn't notice. My God, his skull is cracked open. <laughs> First He didn't notice because, <laughs> dude, there's so much going around. There's there a in from, You got these kids. Everybody's piled bumping into you. He's got his little books in his hands. And everybody trying to pants you. I think when I was in
0: LaSalle in, in the 70s <laughs> when it was just as bad back in the 70s when I went to junior high. At LaSalle. it was just as bad. And like, if anything happened to you in that situation, you were—they made up the stupidest nickname, and you were called that oh, for yeah. the rest of your life. Yep. So you were stuck. So like if you, you know, you spilled milk on your shirt, you were Milky. Like, yep. so like you were just mm-hmm. called Milky for the rest of your life. Milk like, boy. you whatever <laughs> Milk Boy or the Milk Man or whatever. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I I will
2: say, thank God I got tanked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, tank. That obviously
3: one. stuck. So yeah. we had. So I won't name the teacher's name Because I don't know if he's still out there teaching But You probably should just do it Nah, I can't I mean, fuck him <laughs> I'm gonna fuck He's a dickhead anyways You know
0: Mr. Coney? Mr. Coney, yeah Yeah He's He still works The the, the, Ball the guy? younger guy Yeah, he's still around Younger?
3: he, he, he and young Alright, anyway
0: Well, he's not He's young Okay he ta- Perspective, everybody's younger yeah, than me. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's still in the district. He was
3: a dick to me anyway. So was he, he the deserves, dean? He, he, was, was, he turned into the dean, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah he was he kind did, of a dick He was, the dean, he was, anymore, he was the dean, like, so, and now he's not
0: there anymore, but he was the dean for like... So, I got a funny story about
3: him too. You know, the oh funniest thing ever. He, the first day of school, me and Dahl had, uh, I think, I don't know if it was technology or one, some class together, and Mr. Coney was a teacher. <laughs> so we sat next to each other. And this is when like bald wasn't really a thing and wasn't in back then. This dude was bald as a motherfucker. Yo, and he shined... Was, that shit was shining. Yo, he shined his shit up the, for the first day of school. <laughs> and I got... I'm just sitting there trying to fucking pay attention... And Dahl whispers to me, he's like, look at that fucking slap. <laughs> <laughs> I just started crying. And he, every time he talked, he'd be like, Dahl would say, I can't. I just want to fucking slap the shit out of that bald ass. <laughs> you think that's people? That's what people say about <laughs> us? we probably uh, do. Look at all that, these kids, karma, dude. These kids and 12, 10-year-olds fucking go to they awful. awful.
0: They're awful people.
3: Yo, but we don't keep our shit signed up like Mr. Coney. Uh, I need to know how he does that <laughs> shit. His, his, like, if this light was on it, you probably wouldn't be able to see me because his head would be shining so high. <laughs>
2: this camera, you wouldn't be able to see nothing. But my, so my Coney story was, uh, they sent me downstairs to, like, get mail or something. I forgot, it was, like, one of my English teachers or something. So I came back up after the fact. And so he must have forgot to give me some other mail for her or something. So he came up. And I was already at the door because I had just came up. So, <laughs> so he goes, he has the envelope He goes, here, sweetie. And then everyone just all paused. My face, I was like, fro- I'm like, and I said, I was like, what'd you call me? <laughs> he, just, he just fucking walked away. I I got shit the rest of the day.
3: <laughs> wow. I'm like, what the fuck is it? Wow. Damn. That's, uh... That might be jail. It could be jail cuz uh you know you were like 12. <laughs> you may have look 30 but you were 12.
2: I don't know, bro. But no none nonetheless middle school was fucking middle terrible
3: school was wild. Middle, middle school, school was remember. It's just different. a terrible terrible now, place. One more story that this dude I could I could sit about sit here and talk about middle school for hours. This bro. dude just neglects to ever tell about our friendship from all these years. We've been friends for what? 12 years now? Nah, something like that. So
0: that's when you guys you guys met middle school? Yeah, yeah we met yeah.
3: middle school that day. Later on we would he came over to he was friends with uh, my buddy Carlos's younger brother Dave. Oh, Dave yeah, yeah. yeah, and we had a bonfire. And then he came oh, I don't and remember this him. dude had the beard big ass beard, so we called him Abe. And then we were just friends ever since then. So the story that you neglect to tell was the Facebook days. Oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. This is a good so, one, You know what Yeah, go ahead, go to share This is a good one. You know, you have these people on Facebook. You're a kid, right? You're 12, 13 years old. Right. You just add random people that you know from school. It's not oh, weird yeah. or anything. I add this girl. Should I name the name? No, I don't do that. Okay. No, I don't do So that. I add this girl. Well, in fact, she was dating Tank. So after I add her, she she uh, accepts the friend request. I get a message. Fuck yeah, T- you did. Ten minute, not even 10 Fuck minutes yeah. later, hey. he says, yo. Why you adding my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, yo,
2: your, I said, listen, you bastard. What's your? Well, you know. <laughs> he said, why you yo, Why well, you adding well, my girlfriend? You gotta think. But first off, you fucking tripped me on my first day of middle school. So yeah, we're probably not on the same page from the jump. Then you fucking add my girlfriend. What's your problem?
3: He said,
0: How do you think I was going said, to respond?
3: Yo, why you adding my girlfriend? <laughs> I was like straight why? up no? like that too. Straight up,
2: like in, that. in
0: the t- in the text, it yeah. was that you t- you typed yo? Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. Straight he up. he tried
3: to he
2: tried to <laughs> Google you got, me. You got
0: you got to make sure you put the words because you want it to be clear that you got. Yeah. He tried to show me
3: that. that he went to Hyde Park Elementary School. <laughs> he was from the fucking tough and gutters. <laughs> that show was hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh, and man. then I think I brought that up at uh, Carlos's, and then <clears throat> you uh we kind of squashed the beef. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> well, I mean that
2: that was like I think that was like a couple of years after the fact
3: the girlfriend thing
2: no like it was at one of his parties or whatever
3: no because that, was, oh, when no, that guys... was more we was it you're probably right but i don't remember much <laughs> no wait no you're right you're wrong because it was in no i'm wrong i'm wrong i didn't mean to say you're wrong because yeah because we were, were all in... wrong we were in ninth grade you and dave were in eighth grade because we were having a bond no what the fuck no we dave's
2: doing? a year younger than
3: me shit i don't know but don't hey know it worked really out it worked so out but another story
2: too uh, i know we're getting yeah, fuck it, whatever. Story time, whatever. <laughs> Story time with Tank. Uh, we we played uh, at High Park too, or whatever. That same uh, summer, yeah. mm-hmm. I was in seventh year or eighth, whatever. Fucking, you were pitching back then, so I was up the bat. Where I was like, Yo, this motherfucker! I said, Yo, this motherfucker tripped
3: me up. I'm about to rock <laughs> his shit.
2: So, fucking beams me in the head, bro.
3: I did, but that that wasn't intentional because I did that to almost everyone. <laughs> <I laughs> that was, was accidental. Uh, I threw hard. You're like Charlie Sheen Wild Thing. I did. Just, thing. No, I just, did yeah, just, I threw hard. Just, hard. Yeah, when when just, he threw it to Muhammad, was like ringing. It's funny because you at my wedding, he had the best wedding speech I've ever heard in my entire any wedding I've ever been to. Usually the, the speeches are corny and trash, <laughs> like they're usually not good. But this dude, he nailed it on. The, he had the whole room dying. dying. I, had,
2: I, I treated it like a stand-up.
3: He did, and he <laughs> and he, he he did really good. So hey, no, shout, yeah. no, shout out Tank. I'll shout out you. No, shout you. Shout you, trip
2: me upstairs, man.
3: Thanks, dude. Look, at, look, us look now. at us Look at us. Look at us. Fucking <laughs> 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 bald and doing a podcast.
2: Bald as fuck. Not like Coney though. No. Got to learn how to get that, shine.
3: Got to learn how to get that, shine. You better ask your sweetie how you get that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That fuck i couldn't believe it bro i'm like yo they're about to fry me yo you
3: <laughs> you, you should have told him to chill I mean, I, yeah. if it was 2023 mr coney would be in jail Oh would like <laughs> canceled
0: i'm telling you like I, there was oh, i mean my. i you <laughs> Thirty-one years, like you want it, was, you, you gotta be careful about that stuff. Like even like thirty years ago, so yeah. like I never girls always want to like hug you and stuff, and I'm like no 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 no. no, no so thingy. so I just started like doing the like like five years ago. I I don't know what it was like. Keanu Reeves, like you know how he doesn't like if he does a picture yeah. with you, like he just Messi does. messy does that too, doesn't he? A lot, a lot of people do that, so I just ripped it. And so I would say like uh, no. Nope. I'd, I I I do the I do the Keanu like and I would call it that well, when I would just so because all you I need is COVID. some prom or homecoming feet, dance baby. some picture of you with your arm around like some like yeah. teenage girl because you're just trying to be nice but like yeah, I don't don't, don't know.
3: need Yo, that. we got one future educator that we <laughs> you gotta watch out for. Oh, to watch you, out for know, you gotta watch out for that guy. You watch out for <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> name names, but he He's up the <laughs> he
2: needs a show. Oh boy. Anyways. Let's get back to football. Back yeah, to we're sports. back to football. Back to sports on the sports program. Um, so the past maybe that's weeks, what happened
0: to Burrow. Maybe he was in the locker room and oh, one shit. of the new guys tied his shoes together. It could be true. It could be.
2: Everything always <laughs> comes full circle. <laughs> it's Everything all full comes circle. Back <laughs> to the
3: fucking shoes tied together.
2: I guess so. <laughs> well, hopefully they don't have their shoes tied together because this week we're going over the AFC North <laughs> for <laughs> the pundits' playbook. Hey. Hopefully while you've been putting together mailboxes, um, you've been putting together uh, some knowledge on the AFC North. So, Dylan, uh, typically Brennan kicks us off. Brother Brent kicks this segment off for who he thinks is going to, you know, come first, second, third, and last in the division. But Nola's dad, kick us off here. What do you think is going to happen in the AFC North for the 2023 to 2024 NFL season?
3: You know what I'm going to tell you, Tank? I'm going to tell you what, after, you know, doing a little research on this division, it's it's a tough call because it's another division where there's, you know, four teams in there that are going to be highly competitive. That's right. So I really think, you know what, the biggest, my biggest, this is not even for this division. This is for the entire NFL, like all the divisions, all betting. I'm not believing the hype until it's real. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, last year when I did the bets for the, the future bets for division winners, I'm like, oh, man, you know, these guys are hyping them up, saying they're going to be really good, these moves they made. You know, hey, well, you know, another one, Kirk Cousins, is going to take a step backwards. He's not going to be just as good. Just using that as reference, I'm not believing the hype this year. So, yeah. they, you know my i saying. <laughs> they're going to have to show me something. That's right. So, we're going another. – they're going to win it again. They're just too high-powered of an offense – they got one of the top three best quarterbacks in the league, you know, place which way you want, Joe Burrow. As long as he's healthy, they're going to win the division again. Okay.
2: So let's start from the bottom up to the top, oh, so okay. to speak. This is we, we typically say let's
3: start from the bottom to the very top of the cream of the crop of the division. All right, so let's do this. So you already fucked it up. Anyways, I got – I hate to say it, but it's not going to be a bad thing. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be at the bottom. Unfortunately, I think that they're a great team. They just don't – I don't believe in Kenny Pickett yet. Okay. He didn't do anything last season that really showed me that he's a guy. You know what I mean? He, he, he had glimpses, but he has to really take a step forward. And to do that in this tough a division, especially with my next team, a team that's getting a little bit better, the uh, Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. you got to play them twice. Solid defense. Made some good accusation or acquisitions. Miles Garrett's always a fucking uh, a dog over there. Denzel Warren. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we got the Baltimore Ravens with a healthy Lamar Jackson. That's right. Lamar Jackson is back. He's got some weapons, hopefully. He's got Rashad Bateman. What? Zay Flowers. What? And... Could have been, should have been, would have been Super Bowl MVP, huh? OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. Indeed they do. Yes, they do. Hey, he's got Mark Andrews over there. So he's got some weapons. You know, he's gonna come back, full bill of health. He'll come out there and he's gonna have to really show that he earned that contract. So I like it. I like that. And then of course, you know, you got the top of the mountain, like I already <coughs> said. I got the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, one of the top three quarterbacks. Place him where you want. Jamar Chase is gonna take another step forward because his contract's coming soon. T. Mm-hmm. Higgins playing for a contract. Damn Tyler right. Boyd mm-hmm. playing for a spot on the team, and that defense is just the defense shows up. It shows up in big games. So they do, indeed they do. It's gonna be a tough. Hey, listen, that division is gonna be a uh, fucking a warhouse for all year long. There's gonna be some dog fights between them, and I'm gonna love it. I can't wait for those division <laughs> games. But there's uh, gonna be some tough ones, but I really think Cincinnati Bengals are gonna be the one on top. So if you ask me, <clears throat> what do you got?
2: Starting from the bottom, and this team is they're pretty used to being down at the bottom of this division. I think even with the all the additions, right? Plenty on the defensive side, uh the Cleveland Browns are gonna come in last. Okay. Um, but I do think if they do get like the Houston Texans version of Deshaun Watson before the massages. Hopefully. They will be an over five hundred team. I believe they're set at uh like nine and a half or ten and a half for the over under on the season. I think they could be a nine win team for sure. The defense is solid. you got Clowney, you got Garrett, who's always in the mix for defensive player of the year. Um they just added uh Devondre Campbell the Minnesota Vikings, the list goes on. They got some fucking guys. Yeah, they do. Over in the dog pond. But I don't know if we're going to get that same Deshaun Watson, man. I, two years tough to come back from, especially at the quarterback position. Um, he didn't really show any glimpses at all last nah. year. Um, but we'll see. And then especially they got the all-white alternate uniforms. Not going to be great. Damn. But – they still have Nick Chubb, still have a top five offensive line in the league. Um, they lost Kareem Hunt, but they have Jerome Ford, who they uh, drafted last season. He's a dog. They got high hopes with him. I mean, everyone has a good camp, they say, but they're saying yeah. he's having a good camp so far. Hey. I mean, we'll see you this Thursday, right, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think the chemistry is going to be there for the Browns. Somehow, still finish last. Jeez. Uh, Dog shit. Third place. Third place. Who we got? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin, 16 years in a row with a winning record. It's going to be 17 this year. Okay. I think this is one of the most underrated and probably one of the best divisions in football. Because I think the AFC North could easily come out with three playoff teams. Yeah, they could. I think the Steelers might find a way in there, or they're gonna be on the brink of it this season. Uh Kenny Pickett, like you said, he showed glimpses of it last year. I think now he's got a full camp, first first team reps and everything. Right, right, right. Um l- looks properly jocked, been putting in the work. This could be this could be the the, the big year for him. Hey, Step just, it up, man. Have I mean, to be. Another year with George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, he just got injured the other day. We'll see what happens <laughs> with him. Um, underrated trade, Allen Robinson for like a seventh round pick. Still, uh, he's older now, but
3: still got no He's not
2: really getting paid, so it's like, yeah, you gotta go show up. He can still play. Yeah, Nosh. Uh, as long as I give it to Naj. Naj, upgraded their offensive line. They got some fucking dogs on the line. Yeah, uh, Isaiah Samalalu or whatever the fuck his name is from Philly. Philly That'd obviously cool. had Philly obviously had the best offensive line last year. Drafted a guy. Defense is always fucking top ten. We know that. Right? Yeah. Ain't they ain't made some even additions even, there. You
3: ain't even got to explain that.
2: Pat P, he's going to be an underrated Ooh. signing. So Steelers are going to come out and play, man. They're going to be competitive throughout the season.
3: And you always got TJ Watt just fucking sign the contract and play ball Watt.
2: Exactly. He kicks the fucking doors, down. He does. He says, fucking, let's play. <laughs> and that's what he's going to do this year as Give well. Him a
3: fucking couple And alters. maybe,
2: yo, maybe if they're on the brink of the playoff run maybe we see JJ Watt at the end of the year come and play for them You're good maybe You're good uh, but now second place now this is where it gets interesting I got the Cincinnati Bengals
3: whoa okay Cincinnati
2: Bengals coming in second now now that we see this Joe Burrows hurt right yeah they already start the season off slow every season he's been in the league. This doesn't help their case at all, and I think they start the season with a kind of, sort of a tough schedule. Week one division game against the Browns, who we just said they're going to be competitive. Did, did AFC North, AFC North football man, it's always tough. Um, you typically don't see uh, any of those teams going four and zero in their division. No. Um, so Bengals start off a little rocky, and I do think them losing Von Bell and Jesse Bates is going to hurt them. It's, it's going to hurt them. Those are
3: two big leaders. Because
2: especially a young team, like you see it with the Bills, if you have two big-name safeties who we'll go out and show out, Damn. that's success right there, man.
3: Pay them. You know, you see what happens when they went down in Buffalo. Pay them. Exactly. Keep them on the team.
2: So, them losing Jesse Bates and Von Bell, I think that's going to hurt them. They lost a few corners. Um, defensive line's still there. I mean, they're still going to be competitive. Yeah. T. Higgins is playing for money this year. So, I think there's a chance he could have a better season than Jamar Chase. Um, we'll see, bro. I mean, their offensive line, they got Orlando Brown strengthening that offensive line up a little bit, which they've been shaky for the Bengals the past couple of years. I just don't know. They're going to have another tough start, man. Who knows? Like, we were just talking earlier with the Joe Burrow thing. It could be more than what they're saying.
3: Let me ask you one question. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about this, I don't mean to interrupt you. Oh, you're yeah, good, you're yeah. good. You're going on a nice promo. I love it. Thank you. T Higgins is playing for money. That's right. If Joe Burrow's injury is more than what they say it is, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's downhill battle for the Cincinnati Bengals, could we see T Higgins on the markup?
2: So I don't know, because I think at that point it'd be like a
3: sign and trade deal, right? But would it be though? Because he might. He still got this. He still got this year. That yeah. he could play. Typically, though, like. I mean, you could technically call it a sign-and-trade. Whoever he's getting traded to is definitely going to sign him. But right. does Cincinnati have the money to give to T. Higgins? Because he, let alone himself, is a is a wide receiver one. Oh, for
2: sure. He's good. He's easily a wide receiver one by like 80% of the week. So look, like, at, you know,
3: look at what wide receiver one money is yeah, getting paid. And then right. look who's got to get paid next year. Both T. or uh, Jamar and Joey B. Yep. So, was, I don't know. There's only one person in that mix that is uh Yeah. Unfortunately.
2: Unfortunately it's probably out. the it's unfortunately it's probably the way it's gonna Bring work. Bring him to the Bills. <laughs> Bring him to the yeah, Bills. That'd be wild. But nonetheless.
3: Yeah, keep going. Keep going.
2: Nonetheless, though. <laughs> let me talk to you. Let me talk to you, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. Could be a shaky start for the Bengals, especially with the whole Joe Burrow thing yeah. happening. Um so that leaves me with the Baltimore. Ravens winning the vision, and I do think there is a chance. I'm taking a flyer on this one. Looking at their schedule and everything, if they're fully healthy for the whole year, they could be a surprise number one seed team. Dude
3: loves the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson,
2: bro. He loves his Mar winning Jackson. percentage since he's gotten to the league is just about eighty percent. This loves guy, this guy doesn't lose.
3: Love, hey, you can't win in the playoffs. That's the only downfall.
2: <laughs> you can't keep the team on your back the whole way.
3: He loves Lamar Jackson. Hey, I can, you know what, though? I'm not going to disagree with you because this is a tough division. Yep. You, My, my one and two, I could have flip-flopped with you them the entire day. And plus,
2: people are overlooking this as well. I forget the offensive coordinator's name. He's coming from Georgia. I think he worked with Lamar a little bit at Louisville. Okay. When Lamar had that crazy Heisman year. That was his guy? He was a throwing quarterback, right? Yeah. As you've seen if you look up some Baltimore Ravens training camp videos, you've never seen Lamar Jackson roll out into a play action to the right under center. He He's always in the shotgun. Every play. Yeah, yeah, they're was. switching it up. Lamar's going to be throwing a lot more. Don't be surprised if he gets damn near four thousand yards this season. Hey, we am telling to see you it. we're better than my people. And if you get a healthy OBJ, if you get the OBJ from the Super Bowl before he got hurt, like you said, he could have easily been the MVP. If you get that OBJ, plus the Zay Flowers, plus Rashad Bateman, who doesn't gotta be a number one target.
3: No, no, just a nice slot guy. You
2: know, and Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, their offensive line is they're okay. Yeah. They're okay. You, I mean, you got a loaded backfield. I mean, you got J.K. Dobbins if he's healthy. We'll see how that goes. They signed Melvin Gordon Gus Edwards. Running back by committee over there. Hey. It's, it's going to be interesting. Plus, their defense is always solid. I'm not sure off the top of my head what additions they made over there, if they made any at all, but they're always ranked high as well.
3: Dude, It's, it's – yeah, I mean, hey, listen. I
2: can't argue on anything there. And like you said – Action Jackson got to prove something, man. That's what he just mean. got that paid money. There's a whole We already we already forgot there was a whole fiasco over the offseason.
3: Yep.
2: So I think it, if fully healthy, bro, watch out for the Baltimore Ravens.
3: I'm just saying. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I really think there's a high possibility they take the. It was a tough decision for me today to come on here to tell you that I was going with the Cincinnati Bengals. The only thing that I told myself this year, like I said earlier – is when it comes to betting and predictions, I'm going with what has already, you know what I mean? Like, what I know. What you know, what what I mean? you know yeah. Like, I could say that OBJ can be a great addition. Yeah, OBJ could be trash. It could be the OBJ that went to Cleveland, you know what I mean? It could be. It Jay Flowers could be great. Jay Flowers could not be great. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett could be a guy. Couldn't be a guy. Shawn Watson could. Uh, fuck the I fuck Shawn Watson. We have Don't, even, yeah, uh, I don't even. But
2: anyways, <laughs> hey, listen,
3: I, I, I just can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Are we taking tallies? Or are we seeing who's the fucking smart one? Who's who's winning, dude?
2: Well, that brings me to this. bye So you said you gotta go with what you know, but you always gotta keep an open mind and yeah, of course, and uh, be willing to learn some things. Mm-hmm. So with that being said. Let's pass it over to our stats savant, our numbers guy, Jacob Money Martino.
3: Let's hear, Money Mart.
0: It's like I jumped in the parking lot.
3: I told you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I was you know, hoping that wasn't the case. Charges
0: may be filed. You know. We'll okay. Have to <laughs> Damn. This tall guy just came out of nowhere and he's hit me with a stack of papers that had football stats on. Got my ass kicked.
2: Hey, and he has a lot of papers. (laughs) He does have a lot of papers.
0: I'm glad it wasn't a laptop. It would have been a laptop, but I could have been. been I wonder who could have done that. I don't know. He had a mask on, so I don't know. We'll never know.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to this week's segment. We are hitting the AFC North. As always, let's look at the FanDuel odds for this division. So we have Pittsburgh in last, coming at plus 490. We have Cleveland at plus 380. Baltimore at plus 220, and then Cincy, the favorites for this division, at plus 145. And so we're going to start with Cincy. So Cincy, in 2022, they started the season two and three. So why did this team struggle to start the season? Uh, Weeks one to four, they ranked number 17th in pass rate on early downs, on first downs, which was about 48% or so. So what did they do to change that? They went from number 17th to the first. They started to throw the ball more in early downs and just stopped uh, running the ball early, which helped them out a lot. Why else did they struggle? They faced a lot of too high coverages defenses. So what does that mean? Burrow just had to throw the ball short. They had a lot of safeties playing deep, and Burrow just had to throw underneath and throw the ball short. Um, Burrow averaged only 3.9 yards on early down uh, versus cover two, so that was not good. He was not getting the ball deep at all. That ranked 31st among 32 teams in the league, so they were struggling very big against cover two defenses. Um, w- worse in the league, actually, so that was pretty bad to have Joe Burrow struggle against this, so they needed to fix it. So how did they fix this? Well, they just got rid of play action and just went everything to shotgun. So shotgun and early downs, they went from 60% shotgun to a league high 88% of the time using shotgun on early down. Why did this help the Bengals out so much? Um, it reduced Joe Burrow's pressure rate. Um, he didn't have to worry about turning his back to fake the play action or anything. He just hiked the ball and looked at his field look for his receivers right away. Um, pressure, week one to four, Joe Burrow was pressured on 30% of his early down throws. That's incredible. After week five, he only hit 30% one time. So the Bengals, they made big adjustment adjustments throughout the season after week four. And then they went on a winning spree and made it very far in the playoffs. So they're a good team at making changes, and that shows they have great coaching and players that will listen. So I do like Cincy this year. They're at 11.5 wins, and uh, they could definitely go over and definitely win the Super Bowl this year. They have have a talented team and a pretty good O-line. They're not used to having a good O-line. Their O-line this year is projected to be ranked number 12th, so just above the league average. So... Look for Cincy to make a playoff run this year. So with that, now we're going to hit the Browns. The Browns are projected at 9.5 wins. Last year they went this they went 7 and 10 as a team. Uh, they kind of struggled a little, and we're going to talk about why did they struggle? Well, they ranked 14th in yards per carry at 4.9 yards. So they have Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the league, and their league average at running the ball. So there's a big issue there, and we're going to talk about why. Um, They stopped using two tight end sets. Harrison Bryant could not pass block, could not run block, and uh, so they just got him off the field and used more receivers. And with that, uh, the Browns just could not run the ball. So in 2021, when they used two tight end receiver sets, they averaged 5.6 yards per carry in 2022 that 5.6 went all the way down to 4.6 so they averaged a yard less uh, per carry in 2022 versus 2021 harrison bryant is the main culprit for this he did not do well uh run blocking and so uh cleveland browns just had to bench him pretty much and they struggled because of that they couldn't run the ball well so what can they do this year to make sure they're a elite team and can do well so they have to utilize the play action and stop running the ball so much on early downs. Uh, They ran the ball on first downs a lot last year, and that forced them second and longs. And second and longs, if you don't make a completion, it's third and longs. And if you have third and longs, too many of them throughout the game, you're not going to win. So they need to utilize play action and stop running the ball early. So when they did do play action, they averaged 8.6 yards per attempt. First, when they ran the ball on early downs, they averaged only 4.3 yards per carry so they need to start utilizing play action and open up the field that way so but now we're going to talk about some positives this uh about last season so Deshaun Watson he came in halfway through the year and did not look like himself Um, he hasn't played football in a while due to legal issues and all that stuff this year he has a full training cap full off season to uh, get better Um, so I expect him to make that step, uh, step up and be more like the Houston Deshaun Watson Last year, they played two bad weather games as well, so that really hurt them out uh, a lot. They have a very talented roster, and their O-line, which I like this O-line a lot, their O-line is ranked number three to start the year out. So um, I think they could go pretty far. I mean, 9.5 wins, I would not be surprised if they go over this and um, can maybe make the playoffs. So we'll have to wait and see. Now let's talk about the Steelers. The Steelers are a unique team. They have had a winning season for the past 16 years. Um, that's very incredible. Mike Tomlin has been a great coach and uh, knows how to coach these guys and get wins. But now we're going to talk about Kenny Pickett. So, Kenny Pickett last year, he struggled to start the year off. He uh, he lost three of his first four games. But after that, after the week nine bye, he went 7-2 and two with those two losses coming from Cincy and Baltimore. So... Pittsburgh did a good job adjusting for him. Now we're going to talk about where he struggled and how he can get better. Um, So last year, Kenny Pickett, yards per attempt, were at 5.9 on early downs. With a low success rate, that ranked number 33 in the NFL. He was not throwing the ball far on first downs. He was not stretching the field at all. But on third downs, he ranked 7.7, which was a top 10 in the league. Um, He did very well on third downs. But that's an issue that I see. Um, Third downs performance is tough to predict year over year and shouldn't be uh, relied upon. So that could be a big issue if they have to rely on third downs more this year. Kenny Pickett, he also struggled on throws 10 plus yards downfield. So when he threw the ball 10 plus yards, he averaged, he was number 31st in completion rate, number 32nd in success rate, number 33 in first down rate and number 33 in yards per attempt. All those statistics, he ranked 30th, like almost dead last in the NFL. He did very bad throwing the ball deep. Um, And that shows because he only had seven TDs that were 10 plus yards thrown. That is the lowest in the NFL. So they're going to need to, this year, they're going to need to stretch the ball, uh, stretch the field, throw the ball deeper, use Kenny Pickett, use Deontay Johnson, try to get deep throws and try to spread the field out. So let's talk about the good news, though. The good news last year they faced the third toughest run defense and the sixth toughest pass defense. That goes to, for this year, it's going to be the 16th toughest run defense and the 13th toughest pass defense. So they have a much easier schedule. And um, this season just basically depends on Kenny Pickett. Can he, pick can he uh, progress? Can he become better as a QB? It relies pretty much all on him. And so, can he keep their winning streak uh, going? Can they go from 16 consecutive wins to 17 years? It just depends on Kenny Pickett. So, we'll have to wait and see. So, now let's talk about the Ravens. I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy. Um, I think he do very well this year. Lamar Jackson, he is 45 and 15 when he is healthy and finishes a game. That is elite. That is a 75% win rate. That is. Um, incredible pretty much. He is a great quarterback, but now we're going to have to talk about what the Ravens can do this year to make sure they make the playoffs and make sure they go up deep playoff push. So they have to build a So in 2019 and 2020, the Ravens scored TDs on 35% of their first quarter. That's an incredible rate that led the NFL right there. But for 21 and 2022, that rate went from 35% all the way down to 11 percent, They really struggled in first quarter scoring the ball. And it's very important to build a lead because then you control the pace of the game. The other team has to play catch up and throw the ball more. But when you have the lead, you can throw it, you can run it, just control the pace and control the game. So that's a big reason why a, team, a lot of teams win. So that's one thing the Ravens have to do. The next thing they have to do is improve their red zone efficiency. So in 2022, the Ravens drove into the red zone on 34% of their first half drives. That ranked number 7th in the NFL. So they're very good at getting to the red zone, but what do they do in the red zone? Not score the ball much. Their TDs uh, per drive ranked number fifteenth. Again, they were getting they were number seventh in the NFL getting to the red zone, but their TD ranked fifteenth, and um, their points per drive ranked nineteenth. Per statistics, they thirtieth in red zone efficiency. Thirtieth, one of the worst teams in, in the NFL. In the, uh, scoring in the red zone, but they got there pretty easily. So that's something they'll have to fix this year. But now let's look at the positives for the Ravens. They got rid of offensive coach Greg Roman. Uh, he was pretty bad. I did not like him at all. Um, they changed to a new guy who's going to use uh, 11 personnel, three receivers on the field. So they'll have Zay Flowers, um, OBJ, and Rashard Bateman. So using utilizing those receivers, I can see Lamar Jackson throwing the ball a lot more and their offense being very good. And they get to start the season out pretty easy. So they get a rookie QB in Week 1 in C.J. Stroud, And then another rookie QB in Week 3, Anthony Richardson. Week 2, they do get Cincinnati. But Joe Burrow is hurt a little with a calf strain. And I don't know if that will affect him or not early in the season. So we'll have to wait and see. But if he can't play, they're going to start the season out 3-0. and And uh, they might never, never look back from there. So we'll have to wait and see. And then the last thing is their O-line. They have a very great O-line. They have the eighth-ranked O-line. So I really like this Ravens team, and I think they can go far. But now, before we end it, let's look at the projected standings I have for this year. So coming in fourth, I have Pittsburgh. Um, Kenny Pickett is going to have to be more efficient this year. Uh, utilize, be better on play actions, be able to throw the ball down the field. This, If they win or lose this season, it all depends on him and his progression. But I would not be surprised if they – Go over 500 this year and go over their win total as well. And number three, we have Cleveland. Um, kind of similar to Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett. This depends on Deshaun Watson and his progression. Is he gonna stink like last year? Is he gonna be better like he was in Houston? Um, I think things points towards um, him being a lot better. This team is very talented. Um, I and I can see them doing well. This is a very tough division though, so I just I can see Pittsburgh going over their win total and Cleveland as well. And number two, we have Cincy. So Cincy can be a Super Bowl favorite. They can make a deep push. I mean, this is your, their year to do it, pretty much. They have a great offense, pretty good defense. O-line's much better this year. Joe Burrow is elite. Um, so I could see them going far. The only reason why I don't like them coming in first is because I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great quarterback, and I feel like he finally has weapons now and can do very well this year. Um, and so that's why I'm going with Baltimore. Um other than that, that's all I have, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, stay on the grind, and Money Never Sleeps.
2: Gentlemen, so that is what the stats savant and our numbers guy, Jacob Money Martino, thinks about the NFC North In his projections. he What did he say? He had the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. So both of you guys are low on the Steelers, huh?
3: I just, I think we, uh, as his stats that he just put out there say, Kenny Piggins not really efficient. He has to take a big leap forward this year to be able to stay, you know, rele- dude, you know, Pittsburgh, that's a team built on success. Like they don't, huh? they, they don't have losing, they don't have losing seasons. So if this guy, this is probably his year. Like look at how fast they fucking shipped out Mitch Trubisky to put Kenny Pickett in. What do you get? Three games? I don't even know if he got that many. He did to be it. Honest. Mitch Krabitsky is a guy too, and then they took him right out, and Kenny Pickett was in. You know, they knew they would have some growing pains, but this year they're not. They're going to keep a short leash. Yeah. So I guess what's
2: one takeaway that you took uh, took away from uh, Marty's uh, take there
3: is that I was glad I copied him in fucking high school in math class because that guy's a genius. <laughs> no, what I really took away from uh, what Marty was saying is definitely what I just said is the uh, stats on Kenny Pickett. You know, I told you I. I just kind of shoot from the hip. That's who I am. But he, my my answers were correct because the statistician fucking told me that. But I also like how he was talking about how teams have to be more efficient. And really, anybody that has some football questions, fucking reach out to Money Martino because Money never sleeps. And this guy that's just right. gave you the keys to success. He was telling you who's good, man. who's not. And that's the whole point of the pundits' playbook. I fucking love it. That's that's solid, dude. Marty's a fucking genius.
2: He's awesome, man. So. The live FanDuel Sportsbook odds right now for the NFC or excuse me, the AFC North Division. Uh, we got the Bengals at plus one fifty, the Baltimore Ravens plus two hundred twenty, Cleveland Browns plus three eighty, and the Steelers plus four seventy. I believe it's the same as uh same odds as what Marty went over, but nonetheless, uh yeah, man, you get some good odds on uh on the Ravens it's plus two twenty. Yeah. You know I'm taking that. Yeah. I still
3: got the, the Bengals.
2: Okay. So with that being said, for those fine viewers listening or watching at home right now, head over woo, 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 to the link in our YouTube description here. Or click on the link in our social media accounts at Tank Talk underscore pod. Head over to FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make 10 times your first bet. For new users, bet $20, only $20, and get $200 in bonus bets.
3: Yeah, that's a trip to uh, fucking Burger King, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A right there. It All, of, the them. All yeah, of them. All of them in one trip. You get 200 bucks. They ain't giving you 200 bucks at Chick-fil-A. They might, actually, if you ask for it. But you know damn well Burger King ain't. Uh-huh. Or McDonald's. You might not even get the right order for $20. Well, you have it your way at Burger King. I'll say that. Dang, well, that's a lie.
2: <laughs> um, but at FanDuel, America's number one sports book for the new users out there. Go ahead and bet $20 on who do you think is going to win the AFC North. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go bet the plus 220 on the Baltimore Ravens and easily get $200. I don't even got to win it. Damn. $200 instantly in my FanDuel account.
3: Don't you wish you were still a new user.
2: Those were the days, man. But that's why we're trying to pass the word on. So how it works, simple. Go to the link in our description on the YouTube channel here on this video. Sign up and verify your identity, and it takes less than two minutes. Simple as that. Boom. Then you make your first deposit with the $10 minimum. But to receive the $200, you got to put at least $20 on your first bet, and then boom. Two hundred dollars hits your account,
3: just oh, like that. Easy enough, though. Get yourself two hundred dollars. What are you talking about?
2: What are i do you not know talking how, about. Honestly, I don't know how you can turn that shit. You
3: can't. And then while you're at
2: it, head over to WindailySports.com. Get the latest information from the experts. You know to help improve your daily fantasy lineups. Fantasy football's picking up here.
3: Yes, sir. I can't wait.
2: We got our dynasty leagues going. Yeah, too many. Yeah, they're starting to pile up, and I think there's more coming in as well. (laughs) Yeah, I got
3: asked the other day to go on another one. I'm like, damn, I'm already in five. We're going to do the emerge one, right?
2: Yeah, that's coming up. We can talk about that in a
3: minute. We got the emerge one. Gee, six.
2: So while you're losing track, all your fantasy teams head over to win daily sports, uh, catch up on their articles, hear, hear from the experts themselves, get some help, yeah, to set your line yourself
3: some time. Can, don't do the research yourself. Have the experts do it.
2: And not only you can check in on your fantasy lineups, they give you expert advice on the betting lines as well. So let's go. head over to windailysports.com and turn your love of sports into a profit center and get the winning edge on your fantasy leagues and your sports bets. Boom, boom. So let's wrap it up here, ladies and gentlemen. We... Like I said at the top of the show, the NFL world is buzzing as the Hall of Fame game is finally here this Thursday. Hey, we're going to get like CFL football, you know. But nonetheless. Football's back on our television sets.
3: Tank is back. It doesn't even matter who the fuck. We could be out there playing, and people would be happy to fucking watch. You know why? Because they're fucking tired of their miserable lives like we all are, and we want to escape in the world of football (laughs) and watch some fucking people get hit and some touchdowns be scored. Drink some beer, eat some pizza without feeling guilty for fucking ordering every Sunday and Thursday.
2: (laughs) That's right. I could have said that better myself.
0: The the energy of the show is back. It's back. God
3: damn right. Dude, I said the other day to (laughs) my wife, I said, we were sitting there, we went to breakfast Sunday morning. I'm like, fuck, I cannot wait (laughs) to wake up every Sunday. I'm going to hit the gym real fast, pump a little weights, check my bets, make sure everything is placed in the right places. Maybe do a little cardio because I know I'm going to be indulging in some pizza later. You're damn right. Then we're going to leave the gym with a baby. We're going to go to Breakfast Spot, Kalamata's in Lockport. Shout out, Glow Greek hey. joint. We're going to get ourselves a gyro and feta omelet. Two okay. extra eggs, baby. We need the protein. <laughs>
2: Send it over. Hey,
3: give me the hash browns on the side, a little bit of sourdough toast. Okay. Uh-huh. We're going to go home.
2: You're making me a little hungry.
3: I'm starving. Oh, I'm dude, I am starving i did eat dinner yet. We're going to go get our zubies on, our zubie shorts. Okay. We're going to be wearing our fucking... Two sizes too big Buffalo Bills t-shirts on so the belly don't poke out when we're sitting in the chair You're watching the right. game.
2: And, yo, and maybe potentially in a couple of weeks I'll be able to, you know, send you a direction to where you can get your Zubas and your Buffalo Bills t-shirts or whatever else team you want to wear or represent, so oh. stay on the lookout for that. Oh. We're, we're, we're still oh, up okay. to something here, hmm?
3: Okay, and then what we're gonna do after that thing? Cause we're gonna after we get our zubies on, mm-hmm. fresh t-shirt, we're gonna sit our fat asses on the couch. We're gonna look at the pizza places. Maybe try a different one each week, just to kind of keep some variety in our life.
2: It's a long season. I'm gonna it's ask Kaylee,
3: Hey, what do you what do you want today? She's gonna say, Ah, it's your choice. And then we're gonna go back and forth for ten minutes on what the fuck we want. But you know what the ultimate choice is? We're gonna have get a half tray, half cheese, half pepperoni. We're gonna get twenty wings, half barbecue, half hot. Bring them to the house. We'll have the cash ready for you, and we're gonna sit there until 9 p.m. that night, like a slug on a rug, and do nothing but watch the America's fucking game, football, baby. It's back. Let's go! Can't fucking wait.
2: It's go. Thursday, baby. It's not yes, gonna. Sir. It's not gonna. We're gonna get a little tease. We're into the preseason, uh. But you're, I know what you're thinking at home. Who in the right is gonna bet on a preseason game? All well, you're fucking looking at them, okay? All the so degenerates. Let, so, let's check out the lines real quick. Let's
3: see. What do we got? What do we got? Do we so, got?
2: wow, this thing's been moving. So, earlier this morning, it was at two and a half. Uh Last week, it was at one and a half. Now, the script has flipped, and I wish I would have put the money down a couple days ago because the Jets are now a one-point favorite Whoa. against Cleveland Browns. Dylan, if you had to go a certain way... Where would you go? I, I think the script flipped because uh, the news broke that Zach Wilson is
3: getting the start. Well, I'm honestly going to go with the Cleveland Browns here because Josh Dobbs is going to be oh, slinging the fuck. fucking ball. I forgot about that. The them. created player with no AI attributes will be out there throwing the thing sure. around. So he's, yeah, let's go. We're going Cleveland Brown.
2: And then they got the rookie, too, yeah.
3: out of UCLA. Yes, sir. Darian, right? Darian Darien, uh, Darien. Alexander Franklin or something like that. No disrespect to him. I don't know his double last Well, how name. about this?
2: Fucking make us learn your name this Thursday, Yeah, huh? seriously. How Give about yourself
3: that? an edge because you never know what's going to happen with uh, Mr. Massage Man. You never know.
2: I don't think he's playing, to be honest.
3: No, he's not gonna play for sure. But he, hey, listen, like you were saying earlier, we do he hasn't been the same. We don't know who we're hey, gonna he, get. He
2: get a little hands on, if you know he what could. What I mean, down in Cleveland, he could. but he—he said he he's learned his ways. So
3: yeah,
2: we'll see about that this upcoming season. But yeah, I got—I can't pass it up, bro. Hard knocks is starting next week. Energy is high in New York Uh-oh. or New Jersey, rather. Yeah, they ain't sorry, in New about York. it. New York Jets, I like a minus one. Thank you very much. at one time mm-hmm. on FanDuel Sportsbook. You got the Browns, you said?
3: I got the Browns. I got Go the ahead. Browns plus one. Over-under is kind of 33 and a half. That's it. I would definitely take the over on that. I think. Because who was that. it?
2: Was the last season, it was the Raiders and the Jags. Josh Jacobs was playing, right? That's wild. I think the over-under was relatively the same, man. It started off slow. It was like, oh, fuck yeah, it, we're watching preseason football, uh, but it—I think the over hit. So
3: hey, got it the over.
2: All right, well that's something to fucking look forward to. I'm oh, finally can't made. wait three days. Um, and like you said, you you can't wait for Buffalo Bills football. Be sitting on the couch. Would you say slug on the rug? Slug on the rug, baby. I'll be doing the same thing, but um, you know, I've been on my little roller coaster for the past seven years watching Colts football, so. As this offseason is gone, it looks like we're going to be on the same roller coaster again. So.
3: Hey, how many days until uh, the regular season game?
2: 38 days. We are Remondre Stevenson days away Jesus. from real NFL football. We're
3: almost a month away. Almost. Almost. It's August tomorrow, baby. Does that mean summer is coming to a close?
2: I fucking hate to say it, but it no, might be. I because, hate
3: to say it. Fuck, it's been too goddamn hot for us big boys nah, right now. See,
2: here. I'm the opposite, bro. I love
3: the heat. Shit, I love fall time, dude. I I'm actually a white think girl of, at heart. Give me a little Starbucks. Get a little yeah, fuck yeah, pumpkin spice on that. Take me to Becker Farms. <laughs> get some apples and fucking, yeah, see, it's just cool time.
2: The only thing I like about fall is football and flannels. That's
3: football, like. flannels, bonfires, dude. Yeah, fall is awesome.
2: Cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I am think I'm starting to get, like, I'm trying to fight this cold, bro, because, the, what was it, like, his low 70s this past weekend? Yeah. And we're literally, we were at training camp Thursday morning, which I forgot to mention as well. Uh, it was, like, 90-something degrees,
3: bro. Yeah, I know it would help you, actually, with that, since you're feeling a cold. If you, <clears throat> if you uh, take your tampon out. What the fuck's wrong with you, bro? Fucking 90 degrees it's 70, you ain't fucking... Going into shock, brother.
2: You might be right.
3: Jesus Christ. I'm out here never going back. Contracts ruined.
2: Uh, you can't you can't leave now. Just like Jim Mercy said. We ain't trading you now. We ain't trading you in October. Put me on so the P- you, P-u-p you're stuck P- list. with us. You're stuck with us. Hey, now you got go. hurt off the podcast shit. We're putting you on the fucking non football injury.
3: I'm glad to be back, fellas. I'm this I'm
2: was back. awesome, man. I'm fucking glad you're back too. Let's fucking full time is back, Fuck baby. Yeah,
3: dude. Every Monday, tune in.
2: So with that being said, uh, as always, follow us on our socials at Tank Talk underscore Pod. Um, go to the link in our description here. Sign up for Fanduel Sportsbook bet twenty dollars get two hundred easy money. What are you doing? Couldn't dude? even be more simpler than that. Um, and yeah, fucking thirty eight days away, man. Shit. Um, oh, but I want to say real quick at Bill's training camp. They look solid. Uh, if Josh will – Josh – What's going on here? you see that? <laughs> I did. Uh, we got to get up out of here. Uh, Maranto's sending in the spy flies to kick a shot here. <laughs> he, said, he had a man, long man. day, man. Yeah. He said he's getting a 12-pack and fucking chilling in the hot tub. Oh,
3: yeah. He's looking forward to football season, <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, Pre-gaming yeah. for the preseason. Let's go. Um, right.
2: But, as I was going to say, if Josh Allen was the MVP, you could thank me. I hope so. Cause he came up to me and said, "Yo, bro, good luck on the year, man." He said, "Thanks, Tank." That's I said, "How?" Awesome. I said, "You know, never mind." I was gonna ask I, how you knew uh, my what name. Are, boy, what are you mind.
0: doing here? I thought you're. Why aren't you at the? What he did? He ask you why you are know, over there and helping the Colts and seeing your buddy there. So what are you
2: doing? Uh, here? yeah, he maybe he's curious, but I don't know, bro. I don't know. That's a good question.
0: That's
3: awesome. I yeah, should have my birthday, here. but it's all right.
2: Yeah, I did tell him it's because it was Saturday night. We went to Dillon's for the USC fights and celebrated his birthday. Uh, he respectfully declined the invite to his birthday party. So,
3: bastard, he's still, he's still my guy. Still, still support to El Josh. Capitano.
2: We'll get you on the program soon. I
3: oh. hope.
2: Get you on the program soon, but nonetheless, got a lot of things coming up here. New set is being built. Checked it out today. Marantha was coming along in it.
0: Super excited down there. It's gonna uh, actually gonna try it Sunday with the other group that's using it. So Okay. Yep. Star Wars folks. Bought some uh, bought some equipment. It's not all in because nothing ever comes in.
2: Nope. No never.
0: Hmm. Fucking supply chain issues or whatever. So, but um no, but it's it's been working on it a while and it's gonna be really cool. And I think everybody. It's nice that everybody's gonna kind of have their own little little uh, nook yeah. and cranny over here. So that'll be nice for everybody. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. nice. Everybody can kind of get their own their own version of home.
2: Looking forward to that. Uh, also, going to be having some drafts down there. Trabner Sports, we got our league coming up soon with the defenses. So. Yes, sir. You know, Tank Talk is going to bring that home as well as the Emerge Fantasy League trophy. So, Let's do it. That being said, thank you to all the Apple Pod and Spotify listeners and you fine YouTube, I guess, watchers, viewers, watching now. And we will see you next Monday.
0: Hey, hey.